Welcome to Here Comes Yesterday, a weekly 15-minute podcast full of useful memories for dealing with the world ahead with your host, Frank Corrado. Yes, I have a bucket list of things I want to do before I go. I mean, it's kind of fluid. Maybe I'll change my mind tomorrow and add joining the circus or take away playing the piano. But I think that I have actually two lists, one of specifics like solo flying an airplane, the other list of things more broad in general, like enjoying the company of friends. One is an event and the other is more of a lifestyle choice. Let me say first, however, that I've lived a varied and pretty much happy life. My childhood was full and active, and my brother and I had loving parents, and that was aided and abetted by great institutions, like the Catholic Church with its parochial schools and religious activities, plus my longtime connection to the Boy Scouts and youth sports and teen outings. And then there was the Chicago Park District. We lived right next to a small neighborhood park which gave us a place to hang out and learn all kinds of things, like how to shoot pool, play basketball, talk to girls. And then there was the summer park programs, like the ones in conjunction with the YMCA, where where I learned to swim. And there was safe public transportation, and we could go from one place to another without any worries. All these linked institutions provided a great quality of life for a kid growing up in the 50s. My father, whose own father died when he was barely two years old, was an involved parent who also owned his own business, a garden center, where he had a chance as a teen to learn what work and business were all about. But he would also take us fishing, take us on vacations to state and national parks, to a rental cabin in Wisconsin, fully equipped with hornets' nests and a rowboat. He understood the importance of doing different things in life. And my mother gave me an appreciation and love of music and good books and manners. So as I look at my leaky bucket list in old age, it's not filled with exotic ideas like travel the world. Why? Because I spent a year in Vietnam, then three months camping through Europe after the war. And then I traveled around for a number of years to many parts of the U.S. because of my job. That doesn't mean I still don't like to travel. It's just not part of the bucket list, which I think is on the one hand very modest, but on the other hand very challenging. So here's my short list. Number one, learn to fly. I've always wanted to be a pilot. It would be nice to be able to go from one place to another place in your own plane. I had a chance years ago to briefly sit in the second seat of a Stearman biplane at a weekend air show run by a bunch of bored commercial airline pilots in Northern Virginia. And believe me, there was nothing so much fun, just like Snoopy up there with the helmet and the wind and the twists and the turns of this slow-flying old biplane. 
The pilots did this because they loved flying, and this was flying in its purest form. I read not long ago about one of the editors of The Atlantic and his wife who flew from medium-sized city to medium-sized city for a couple of years to document and make the case that cities of that size were America's new innovation hubs. I thought that would be very cool because you could get a bird's eye view of the place you were about to visit and write about. Practical approach, something I would love to do. In my late 60s, I almost made it happen when I saw a flyer for a small Michigan airport that would, for not an expensive sum, help you get something called a recreational pilot's license. Not a serious license, just one for generally farting around in the air. God, I should have done it. There was just something amazing about having to work in three dimensions. Sure, there have been times in small planes when I've had a chance to hold the stick for a short bit. Pilots are good about that. My favorite time was once in Hawaii, traveling from the small island of Molokai to the Honolulu airport. The pilot let me sit in the front seat and handed me a pair of earphones to listen to air traffic as we looked for a space between the DC-10s parked on the ground. Nah, he was listening to an L.A. Dodgers game. Ha! Bucket list item number two, play music. I was very mad at my mother when I was little because she would not get a piano and let me take piano lessons. Don't know why I felt that way at such a young age, but that feeling has lasted a lifetime. I love all kinds of music, but piano was my favorite. I've never had any aspirations to be able to play Chopin or Beethoven, but I would have liked to have been able to play old favorites for a group of friends. I remember how my high school girlfriend, Sue, was easily able to become the center of attention at parties because she knew how to play the then popular folk songs of the late 50s on a guitar. We would all gather around her and join in on scotch and soda or blowing in the wind. So much fun. I also daydreamed about playing songs on the violin. The ultimate experience of that was a couple of times when I heard gypsies play. The first time was on a gold gray afternoon just before Christmas when I was one of a lighter than usual group of commuters heading home on an elevated train. I was brought out of my synomalance as the door between cars was slammed open and two gypsies entered. One on the violin playing a Christmas song so sweetly your heart immediately opened up, as your wallet did as well, when the second one passed the hat. And then they were gone. But you unmistakably felt joyous and finally a part of the special season. The other time, actually a couple of times, when I was in Vienna as a tourist, and our group headed out to the suburbs to sit at picnic tables and drink wine and listen to old Viennese songs. I'm half Czech and half Italian, and there were some family lore that the father of one of my uncles was a lead violinist with the Vienna Philharmonic way back when. And the other story is that my grandfather once paid the outrageous sum of $6 for standing room to hear the world-famous violinist Fritz Kreisler play a Chicago concert. Except for 2020, it has been my custom each year for the past 40 years to have an annual Christmas party where a piano player plays the holiday songs. 
hoping we'll be back at it in 2021. I'll be playing air piano right next to him. Bucket list item number three, exercise for fun. Before COVID, I spent a couple of hours each week in a NIA class near my home. NIA is an exercise program that combines elements of a number of other exercise programs like jazzercise, Zumba, yoga, to give you a cardio workout via music, like pretending you're Fred Astaire. I am the only guy in the class. I don't know why. I would think other guys would enjoy this stuff, but I'm not complaining. I've actually been able over a couple of year period to concentrate on what I'm doing and not the lovely female forms all around me. <laughs> That's an accomplishment in itself. A lot of the fun comes from my instructor, a trim Haitian emigre with a wonderful personality, a superb sense of music, and a lithe body who is full of patience and tolerance. Just love her. One of the reasons I'm so enamored with this physical exercise, which COVID has robbed me of, is it allows me to get exercise without thinking about it. I bop along to the music, oblivious to the exercise factor. I know I'm not the only person out there who hates exercise, but craves it. Nia allows me to exercise without thinking about exercise. Sure, I get exercise working at my son's blueberry farm, but it's sporadic. Nia is scheduled and it's fun. Bucket list item number four, produce my own Broadway show. In the very first podcast in this season, titled to Top of the World, I described the awesome high I experienced in writing and producing and staging a reading of my musical about tango dancing a decade ago. I also noted how difficult it is to get such an original show produced by an unknown like myself. Musicals are expensive and few producers would ever even talk with a nobody like me. Well, my dream still lives. Anybody out there in podcast land have a bunch of cash to make my dream come true? This is not a pie-in-the-sky request. The staged reading did get grave reviews, and I know it would do well. Bucket list number five, run a nightclub. Maybe the desire came from watching one too many reruns of Casablanca, but I see myself as a Rick kind of character running a place called Frankie's, where people would come and enjoy dinner, then entertainment and dancing. This was a viable business model in the years before World War II. I think it still could be again. Have you ever heard the expression, sitting is the new smoking? Well, that is one of the thoughts that drives my desire to start a nightclub. Give people some entertainment where they physically do something like dance. And for sure, it's great for the libido. I can't tell you how stupid I think it is for people to simply sit on their ass for a few hours and eat dinner without getting up and doing something. I fondly remember going to a wedding out east back in the 80s where the band played through dinner and people got up and danced between courses. Running a nightclub would have its headaches, but it's like I want to introduce people to civilized society again. Over the years, I paid a lot of money for my two sons to have live music at their weddings. For one wedding, we had a 15-piece dance band with two vocalists. For the other, a Brazilian pop music star with a six-piece samba group. It was worth it. People had a great time. 
And at Club Frankie, people will also have a great time. Okay, so I've listed a few specific things on my leaky bucket list. Here's one more specific wish. I want to get into heaven. You heard me right. I want to get into heaven. The world is full of non-believers and agnostics. I've grown up in religions from baptism on. I have believed in heaven and hell, good works and redemption, the whole Christian ball of wax. It's been a lot of work deciding what's right and wrong, weighing the choices of doing good versus backsliding, going to church most every Sunday, parochial schools. Oh, the money I spent sending my kids to those schools for 27 years. Wow, I could have been rich. I'm frankly looking for a payoff when I pass. When I feel weak of faith, I think of something called Pascal's wager, and then I'm okay. It goes like this. Maybe there's a God, and maybe there isn't. The smart thing to do is to bet there is one. If you lose, you haven't lost much. If there is a God, it's a big payoff. So maybe the most important thing on my bucket list is being on the winning team and getting into heaven. Well, now for a couple more intangible items on the bucket list. These are not one-time activities like meet Kim Kardashian or learn to cook in Tuscany. My first one in this second category is to experience fun. Haven't we all been trying to do this most of our lives? Well, in the world we live in these days, it seems like more of an effort than ever, as COVID and global warming, along with political division, makes having fun seemingly harder and harder. A lot of this is wound up with the elephant in our collective rooms, social media, Facebook, the internet, so on. I define fun as common interests shared joyously, like a birthday party, a poker night, a barbecue, a camping trip, a bowling outing, where all participants contribute to the fun. Not as easy as it sounds with all the distractions of our lives. Next bucket list goal, be young again. This may not be as easy as the item above, having fun. In the love song of J. Alfred Prufrock, the poet T.S. Eliot famously wrote, I grow old, I grow old, I shall wear the bottoms of my trousers rolled. Shall I part my hair behind? Do I dare eat a peach? I shall wear white flannel trousers and walk upon the beach. Question here being, can we go back in time? Yes, I suggest to a certain extent we can go back. But it's mostly up to us. It's up to us to eat the peach and walk on the beach. Many people have said that youth is a state of mind. Possibly that is why the very old and the very young get along so well. It is really the old who understand the wonder of the young. So I say to myself in the mirror, Roll up your pants leg. My next item on this bucket list is to be alive. People often get into ruts, especially old folks. Predictable routines. Their nerve ends have worn out. Nothing excites them. Nothing compels. I want to be alive in the moment, like driving in traffic, alert to everything around me. Certainly, we need downtime. The switch can't be on all the time. But as we take a walk, let's look around and see what's going on. Let's hear what people are saying. Let's ask questions at the family party. As long as we are still above ground, right? Finally, let's be remembered. 
even if you have a building named after you on campus, how many people other than the president and the board of trustees and a couple people from the donor's graduating class might know or remember anything about who the donor was? How many of us read the Irish sports pages as the Irish call obituaries? We did a podcast earlier in this series on remembering people. Every family has storytellers who pass on the lore of people and events from earlier generations. If your family doesn't have one, maybe you should start being one and make sure you're in it. So that's my leaky bucket list. It may change. Most people say that if you have your health, you really have everything. Those of us growing old may heartily agree. That's it for now. Work hard, stay smart. You've been listening to Here Comes Yesterday, a podcast full of useful memories for dealing with the world ahead. Your ideas and reactions can also be very useful. Contact Frank Corrado via email at corrado at c4m.com. That's C-O-R-R-A-D-O at the letter C, the number 4, the letter M, dot com. This is Mel Zellman. Thank you for listening, and catch us next time.